0: Welcome to Smart Cleaning School. Are you ready to reshape your mindset and grow your cleaning business? Step into today's class with your guide, Ken Carfagno, so you can win for your family. Welcome back, everyone, to the Smart Cleaning School podcast. Before I dive into the power of journaling, let's do a funny papers about the power of a lawnmower. I would say it's been at least a year now. Last summer, Kenny and I were still working by ourselves. My daughter had not yet joined the team. We were out cleaning on a Saturday night during the pandemic. Now, what would be totally normal is while we're at the gas station to be sitting there in the car figuring out what we might buy inside the Wawa, which if you're from the Northeast, you know Wawa. And we would normally see trucks and cars pull up to the gas pump, obviously. But then we heard, a, like, what is that? That's a dirt bike. We look to our right out the side window, and there's a lawnmower, lawnmower man, driving the lawnmower in the gas station. Here's what the guy did he drives this lawnmower up to the gas pump, parks it, gets the pump, stretches it to the lawnmower gas cap and it wasn't long enough it was very comedic and i said like any good father would hey hey kenny let's just watch and see what happens this is good entertainment so the guy's not too happy maybe he's muttering a few choice words now he was pulling just behind another truck and that was a little bit surprising because he pulled kind of close to it Nevertheless, the lawnmower man gets back on, backs up, pulls ever so much closer to the pump. There's some big yellow poles. He has to kind of wedge the lawnmower in between to get closer to the pump, and this time the guy gets off, turns his engine into the off position, grabs the pump, stretches it, and it just barely fits. He fills up his tank. And like a good father, I say, Kenny, let's keep watching him and see what happens. Nothing more eventful happened. We were just two guys in the car watching the lawnmower man as he filled up his lawnmower at the gas station. Now, I've never seen a lawnmower come into a gas station and fill up. I've seen people even on like a quad, possibly in some of the back roads. I've never seen a lawnmower. So the guy finishes, and then he drives his lawnmower away and around the back of the truck that was in front of him, and wouldn't you know it, he drives it right into the truck, and we look at the truck, and it says... A&A landscaping or whatever was on the side. And that's when it dawned on us, oh, I get it, the lawnmower didn't drive here on its own, it didn't come from some neighborhood, you know, some guy, oh, I gotta finish my yard, darn it, I'm out of gas, I better drive over to the Wawa and fill up. No, that's not what happened, but it entertained us nonetheless. As you can see, I am very easily amused. No worries, life is too short. Speaking of life is too short, I wanna share with you the power of journaling and why we need to capture those moments of our life on paper. So here's my personal story. I've been journaling for most of my adult life. This journaling has constituted many forms over the years. In high school, I took course notes and sketched in my art pads. As an engineering student in college, I transcribed complicated math formulas, physics, calculus, mechanical engineering processes, along with pictures. That's right, doodles, to make the mechanical engineering formulas make more sense. I didn't have a laptop because it was 1995, 1996, I had to go to a computer lab. To get access to email and things like that. For all you youngins, you're like, a computer lab? What in the world is a computer lab? Yes, it's a place where the nerds would go. Bring their floppy disks, and we'd go into the land of computers. Log on, write our reports, do our mechanical homework on the computer. And we'd peck one finger at a time on this new contraption called a keyboard. Well, it's not new. There was typewriters, but I just never knew how to type. Side note, have you ever thought about where you learned how to type? I didn't learn until after college when I was working at GE and we had an internal chat service. I think it was called Same Time. Yeah. And within Same Time, you could pick your friends that you had within the company. And so I would just get on Same Time and I would chat with them. And I got fast at typing because I was chatting a lot. Yeah, that may have also led to my demise as an engineer while I was fired. Okay, back to my journaling story. So computer lab, laptop, where was I? Yeah, so obviously I wasn't doing computer stuff. I was doing all of my notes from college, handwritten, in notebooks, and they turned out to be vital for when it was time to take my exams. I took very good notes. I filled up entire spiral-bound notebooks. I also started writing more about my life, my family, and personal goals after college when I was an engineer and I ran an Amway business with my then girlfriend and then soon fiance, Teresa. This was our side hustle. I attended conferences with Amway and took tons and tons and tons of notes on business hacks, tips, strategies. I read my Bible as a new Christian and new husband. And wrote down lessons I was being taught. I wrote down a ton. I never did this much until I was in the Amway business, wanting to have more personal development and chasing after goals. But I would write my personal feelings, convictions about all the new experiences as a Christian, as a father, as a husband. This was all new to me. All in all, when I go up to my attic, I have over a hundred notebooks, all different shapes and sizes. Packed away up there. And they are basically an account, a diary, so to speak, of my life going back to the early 90s when I was just starting high school. Now, most of them, like I said, were just notes from school. And it wasn't until I started my job at GE in 2000 that the notes and the journaling started becoming more personal. So that's a solid 20, 21 years of journaling as I want to talk about in this podcast episode. So why am I even bringing this up? Why am I talking about this at all? Well, the topic came up on a recent call that I facilitated with team leaders of cleaning company owners that I personally help. One of the team leaders was dealing with so many personal challenges in her family and she just wanted to share. The people on the call listened intently and here's what we noticed. The more that she shared, the better she started to feel. She now had a place to let out her feelings, and that was invaluable to her. At the end, I suggested that she start journaling and shared three distinct advantages on the fly about journaling. Yeah, I came across pretty smart, so I knew that I had to make this into a podcast episode and do a little bit more research to see if it was actually true, (laughs) and thankfully, you know who you are, that we talked on that call, so if you're listening to this podcast Miss Anonymous, it was true. Okay, back to this. So, here's the advantages just a quick bird's eye view, and then I'll go into some detail. Writing down your thoughts, feelings, and goals engages your brain so much more than keeping it to yourself or typing it out. It serves as a time capsule to go back to wherever you want to. Lastly, it allows you to always share your feelings to yourself, like holding up a mirror when you talk. She was excited and realized it was time for her to start capturing the details of her life. Let's talk about these three benefits now in more detail. Then you can decide if it's right for you. Number one, your journal is your mirror. Does it feel good to hold in your thoughts and feelings? No, of course not. When we hold them in, more are added every day until we face total overwhelm. Humans are designed to be in fellowship with other humans. When we have someone else to talk to, it gives us the opportunity to express our thoughts and feelings. This is the output our bodies need. My wife desperately needs this. We go for walks every week and I just listen. She loves these walks and it strengthens our relationship. Emptying her thoughts and feelings allows new ones to take up residence in her brain and heart this is so healthy for her and i'm guessing it's healthy for you too how about this example for the guys out there have you ever called a friend or mentor and just talked his ear off you talked and you talked and you talked expressing so many ideas thoughts and feelings your friend nods his head and, uh, and says mhm 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 several times but never speaks Then at some point, you come to the conclusion you've been struggling to get to for four days or weeks. You have solved it. You thank your friend for helping you so much. He's amazing. They say, I didn't even do anything. I just listened. These are two examples of how being in relationship with others and having someone willing to listen helps us tremendously. Did you know that you can serve a similar capacity with yourself? Think of your journal as a mirror. You have all of these thoughts and feelings and you just want to share them. Blah. You hold up a large mirror and start sharing. The reflection is obviously talking. But it illustrates my point. You can talk to a mirror all day and they won't respond. You can also write it in a journal and it will be the best listener you've ever had. In fact... I challenge you to try this. When you journal and allow yourself to be completely transparent and vulnerable with yourself, you will start to figure things out. You will also feel so much better. Just like you had a three-mile walk while sharing your thoughts and feelings or talking your friend's ear off and them being a great listener. The best part is that everything is recorded. That brings me to the second advantage. A journal serves as a time capsule. I shared an episode called Broken Record in early 2020. At that time, I was wanting to move forward with a big goal to double my solo cleaning business from 2019 and started the usual process that I did to close out the year called Think Week. Here's the quick summary. I set my process and started out to crush it in 2020, but then I got the notion to refer back to my old journals. I'm not sure why, but I wanted to see what my notes were and my charge for 2019. Oh, interesting! It's the same thing I wrote for 2020. Let me take a look at 2018, 17, and what I found absolutely horrified me. <laughs> Oh, wait, that's actually not that scary, but it was super scary for me. I was a broken record. I set the same exact unrealistic goals every time, every year. And wouldn't you know it, every year I got the same results. Insanity, thank you, Albert Einstein, doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting different results. I took this knowledge because I had the time capsules of my journals saved And I changed because of that change. In 2020, I more than doubled my business thanks to my daily journaling habit and not throwing them out. I also have used journals to go back to a darker place when I'm feeling down because I can quickly go back to a different era, different season of my life where I wasn't doing as good as I even am now when I'm feeling down. And I realize, wow, I'm in a much better place comparatively to a few short months ago or a few short years ago it's all perspective and this breathes so much hope and motivation back into my life to keep me going i can also go back to a time when we were doing great and realize that i can do that again this also gives me hope and encouragement and here's one that's not great to share but it's true and i wonder if you've ever thought of this If I'm in a place that's a great spot, oh, things are going amazing. We doubled our business. More money, more cash flow, more choices than we've ever had. I can go back to a time when everything wasn't good. I can go back to a darker place and I can read what I wrote. And you know what it does? It totally humbles me, knowing that I can always return there. This humility allows me to have greater perspective and gratitude even when things are going well. My friend Vincent says this, you are either coming out of a crisis, you're in a crisis, or heading toward one. This keeps me humble as well. Which of those three am I in? If I'm in a crisis, going back to a better place gives me encouragement. If I'm coming out of a crisis, I'm super grateful. I can read back to when I was in the crisis to breathe hope And give me encouragement. Or if things are going well, I need to possibly brace or prepare to be heading into a crisis and make sure that I'm humbling myself so that when it comes, I'm prepared and can manage my crises and perform and still accomplish goals. Can you see the benefit of this? Another amazing aspect of how a journal can be a time capsule is, check this out. Your journals can be a seed to your future. See, every time you have a struggle victory story and you capture that in writing in your journal, you've literally recorded things, stories, examples, anecdotes, whatever, of dark times that have become better, that can reach out across those pages and help people that you don't even know right now. That's why I say they can be seeds. You plant those seeds into the lives of others after you've won. And they say, I just can't get through as a single mom. But if you are a single mom and you've built a company, a cleaning business, and you're very successful, you can pull out those notes from your journals when things were rough. And you can read those pages to this young single mom and encourage her and say, here's where I was when I was in your spot. And look what I've accomplished since. Here's my notes. It wasn't always successful for me. I was once there. Not only can you help someone on a one to one basis, but look at you can also do these pages, these time capsule pages can also serve as future content for a book, a podcast, a course, a coaching program, or whatever you choose to help others going through the same thing you just overcame. Can you imagine this? Can you imagine that your current struggle helping thousands down the road? This podcast, The Smart Cleaning School, absolutely serves that function for me. Number three, it's in our design to write in a journal. I don't want to get off into the weeds here with the science, so I'll share a few interesting links. And these are in the show notes. There's an article called The Science of Note Taking and another called Journaling Showdown. Check those out in the notes if you'd like to see them. But essentially, It shares about the benefits of writing versus typing. I'm going to set it up this way. God has designed us perfectly to accomplish what he desires us to do. That design's intent is simple. God wants fellowship of humans with other humans and with him. It's in Jesus' greatest commandment to love God and one another. And if you're not a Christian or person that believes in God, no problem you may want to dismiss some of the points I've mentioned in this particular third advantage. However, you can agree with the science and the articles I mentioned. Here's an illustration of God's design that I was just referring to. It takes 43 muscles to frown and only 17 muscles to smile. This is an age-old quote that shows something profound. God has designed us to have to work harder being sad than smiling. Smiling lights up our souls and the souls of others around us. Frowning is necessary, and God also designed it. However, I find it interesting that smiling is so much better for mankind, and it's three times easier to do. I see that as God's intentional design. The science in the articles conclude this. Writing engages the heart and the mind more than typing. Just like the muscle usage in the face for smiling and frowning, writing engages way more of the neurological and comprehensive systems than typing. If you're going to commit to journaling, write it on paper. Don't type it. You'll get so much more out of it. And by the way, that includes comprehension, retention, memory. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Well, there you have it. Three distinct advantages that I shared with Miss Anonymous on a recent call to why journaling is so powerful. I hope this podcast really got you thinking about adding a new discipline to your day. Journaling is vital to my life, and I hope it becomes that for you. I bid you a farewell. Hasta la vista. Journal away. Thank you for listening to Smart Cleaning School class is dismissed.